Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, helping quiet people unleash their most expansive selves through coaching, travel, and everyday adventure. I'm certified coach Stephanie Martin-Taylor. Thanks for joining me. everyone. I'm so happy you're here. And if you're new, welcome. Before we get started, a quick reminder for those of you who haven't signed up for my podcast newsletter, I've got a sign up link on my website. Yourbeautifulbaggage.com is the address. Don't forget the your, yourbeautifulbaggage.com. Just scroll down on that homepage and sign up. would love to have you on my list. On today's podcast, I want to share with you five ways traveling and specifically traveling on my own help me overcome shyness. Though most of us still can't travel quite as freely as we did before the pandemic, I am optimistic that as more and more of us get vaccinated, things will open up again. And so it's time to start looking forward and dreaming of travel again. Now, regardless of whether shyness or social anxiety is something you grappled with in an intense, all-encompassing way like I have, fear is at the root of shyness. And most people have had the experience of fear holding them back in some way. I suspect that's the case for you. So as I go through my list, my list of ways traveling helped me overcome my fear-based shyness, I invite you to see if anything I learned through traveling resonates with you and fears or hesitations you're working to overcome. So here we go. Number one on my list, traveling alone helped me overcome shyness by restoring my sense of agency. By agency, I mean the ability to act independently and use my own power to make things happen. When you're shy, speaking up for yourself, advocating for what you want can be a challenge. It feels scary. And in group situations especially, what often ends up happening is that you end up just going with the flow, letting the more vocal and outwardly opinionated people make the decisions about where to go and what to do. When I began traveling alone, mainly in Europe in my late teens and early 20s, and then into my 20s all around the US, I realized how freeing and empowering it felt to be in charge of where I went and what I did. When I was traveling in Paris at age 19, I was living there for a summer internship, I spent many, many hours going to various art museums, taking my time, listening to the audio guides, and just lingering in a way that I would never dare to with a group or ask to with a group. It was an empowering and freeing experience to have complete agency over my itinerary. And I loved it so much, I started doing more and more solo travel or breaking away from groups when I was traveling with them because I just enjoyed this sense of agency. And ironically, learning to go my own way helped me with my leadership skills in groups. On a trip to Paris in college a couple of years after my internship there, I was with my study abroad group and since I had already gotten to know the city so well, when a group of my fellow students was trying to decide where to spend the day, instead of just going with the flow, letting them decide like I usually would, I had the confidence to jump in with suggestions. And I ended up leading them to some of my favorite places, like the Ile Saint-Louis. It's a small island neighborhood in the middle of the Seine with beautiful architecture, and more importantly, a very famous ice cream shop called Bertillon. I will shed my shyness for ice cream. (laughs) 
I realized that from my solo adventures in Paris, I had gained confidence and a sense of agency that spilled over into a group situation, where again, normally I would have held back and let others decide. So again, number one, a restored sense of agency, a great way to overcome shyness. Number two on my list of ways traveling alone helped me overcome shyness. It forced me to get comfortable talking to people. Think about it. If you're traveling on your own and a taxi driver starts a conversation, asking you where you're from, etc. If you're alone, you're it. You can't hand over all the talking to your more extroverted friends or family members. Traveling on your own puts you in situations where you have to do all the talking, asking tour guides questions, conversing with the shopkeepers and the food vendors, etc. You get to practice learning about them and their culture, working through misunderstandings, language barriers, and often in the process, they'll ask about you and you get to tell a bit of your story. Traveling offers such a wonderful chance to exchange cultures, stories, ideas, and I've learned to love being part of that exchange and value it because when I share my story, I'm teaching other people and giving them insights that they enjoy. That practice of learning to talk and listen has served me well both in my journalism career and in my coaching practice, where it's all about asking good questions, actively listening, and offering up some of your knowledge in return. So again, number two, learning to talk to strangers, a powerful way to bust through shyness. Number three, through traveling alone, I learned how to protect myself and carry myself in a confident way. Traveling alone does have its perils, for women especially, and you have to be very careful, no question about it. I'll link to an article in my show notes for some practical tips that if you're a woman thinking about traveling alone, you should read and review. Really, if you're anyone traveling alone, read it, review it. There are people out there who want to take advantage, and you just have to be aware of that. I got a full lesson on carrying myself confidently that summer I spent in Paris when I was 19. I was staying near the Champs-Élysées, not too far from the Arch of Triumph. And for some reason, on that street in particular, at that particular time in the, I guess it was the early 90s, <laughs> had to think about it for a second, there were older men who, for whatever reason, seemed to enjoy harassing young women calling out to them, following them, commenting on their appearance, telling them to smile, asking for dates, etc. As a young, blonde 19-year-old from America, it happened to me a lot. And I learned out of necessity that I always needed to be watching around me, walking confidently, and I needed to be unafraid to ask for help from police or others when I felt threatened. I didn't have to ask for help from the police in... Paris specifically, but I've had to do it other places, New York in particular. It just happens sometimes. But in Paris, I ultimately learned to create an aura around me that says, back off. I'm not an easy target. And because of that, I have more confidence in my ability to travel safely on my own. Not everywhere. There are definitely parts of the world I would not go alone as a woman, but I feel like I have more options than I would have otherwise. So number three, learning to protect myself just made me a more confident person. And confidence is the key to breaking through shyness. Number four, harassers aside, I've learned that most of the time when you're traveling, you're not under the microscope at all. In fact, you may feel like a tiny dot in a great big world, which I find comforting. There are so many people out there who are like you in more ways than you can imagine. Other shy people, other introverts, you're not alone. You find them in every country and in every state if you look. 
And you also realize that there are cultures and groups and countries that really value quiet people. And when you spend time in those places, you start to see yourself through different lenses and different perspectives. It can validate who you are and how you are. And for me, that validation has helped me learn to lean into my quiet nature. And interestingly, I find that when you embrace being quiet, embrace being shy, it makes you less shy. Funny how that works. So again, number four, realizing that it's a big world out there and you're not that exceptional in your shyness. Finally, number five, through traveling alone, I learned that I love my own company. To me, I'm a lot of fun and having fun feels good. And when you feel good and you're excited about where you're going, where you're taking yourself through your travels and what you're learning, it gives you more confidence that others out there will find your company enjoyable too and will be interested in your experiences. And that gives you, again, confidence, which helps counteract shyness. So to recap, the five ways traveling alone helped me overcome shyness. Number one, it restored my sense of agency, my personal power. Number two, it forced me to talk to people and learn to enjoy listening and contributing to cultural exchanges. Number three, to protect myself, I learned to walk with a confident stride and an attitude that says I'm not an easy target, which has served me in so many ways and helped me create a bolder, more confident persona. Number four, I learned that I'm not alone in my quiet nature and that many cultures and people appreciate who I am exactly as I am. Finally, number five, I learned to enjoy my own company to find my adventures interesting. And ultimately, that's given me the confidence to share more of my best, most authentic self with other people. So my challenge to you is that as you look forward and start thinking about traveling and exploring again, think, how can you take a trip alone, even if it's just a day trip? Or if you're traveling with a partner or a group, how can you break away even for a few hours to do your own thing? I do this when I travel with my husband, who is not only an extrovert, but also doesn't always share the same interests and vice versa. So carving out my own little side trips is something I make time to do, and I love it. These little solo excursions are a great way to overcome shyness, or if you're already a confident person, boost your confidence just that much more so that you have more insights and more energy to give everyone around you. It's a win-win for you, your friends, your loved ones. So start planning, start dreaming, and get excited. Good things are on the other side of this practice. Thank you for joining me on the Beautiful Baggage Podcast. Take care, and I'll see you next time.